What up, she born JJ Stone, aka Doctor. And it's Leah, his daughter, yet again. It's episode six of Raising a Ninja. This one we're gonna call Endgame Depression. Couple some some business stuff to get out of the way. I am uh, re-releasing the podcast. There's gonna be four episodes already up on iTunes for you guys, but I'm only gonna promote this episode. So if you want to go back and listen to other episodes and want to binge a little bit, there's gonna be a couple other episodes there for you. What else? Uh, this episode might have Endgame spoilers in it because we just saw the movie together. I saw it twice, so be warned about that. If you haven't seen Endgame Avengers, I suggest you go back and listen to old podcasts so that that movie is not ruined for you. And yeah, so if you like this podcast, please go and give it uh, five stars on the iTunes for your boy. Or if you're watching non-real video of this on YouTube, give it a thumbs up and subscribe if I get a hundred new subscribers on YouTube and 50 stars on iTunes, Leah and I will do a video of this podcast together also. So you can see the lovely facial expressions that she gives me. Right, Leah? Yeah. Lovely. Right. You don't feel good right now. She does not feel good at all. Nope. So tell the people about your dream last night. Let's talk about that first. Well, I had a dream where there were these things, and I had it like two years ago, but me and my dad went somewhere, and he was kind of undercover, so nobody really knew who he was, and we just stayed in this weird house, and then there was these kids, right? And then I think they were kind of like zombies. I think I got that part from like watching you watch Game of Thrones, but I don't even know where that idea came from. And then they were trying to kill us, and, well, you had to distract them somehow, so I did, and all the parents were out there thinking that everything was a play, but it was actually real life. And I told my mom to leave because I thought she was gonna die, so she got kind of angry. She's like, why, I don't wanna miss the play. And then she just left, and then I told you to leave, too, but you were the one telling me what to do, so you couldn't leave, you know? And then I woke up at 4 a.m. So you were out here saving the world from zombies is what you're telling me. You're a superhero. Sure. That's what it sounds like to me. Um, And then you had a headache, didn't feel good, still went to school, and then I, Captain Dad Avenger, saved you. I mean, I wanted to leave school because I had a math test, but, like, I don't really feel like doing that. That's really boring. Didn't you do the math test, though? Yeah. I came right after the math test. Dad's always right on time. And then um, we went to go see Avengers. And so there's a couple of things I want to talk about with that. One, what was your favorite part of the movie? When everyone came to recruit other people, kind of to save the galaxy and go back in time. So they walked into a little, like, shack, I guess. And Thor and a couple of his friends were playing Fortnite. And a kid was, like, calling them names and stuff and being all rude. And then he told the little boy to go somewhere. And then he started crying and going to his dad or whatever. And then he was actually really fat like obese like like bro he was 
he had a six pack earlier and then we walk in and then he like gained like a hundred pounds like out of nowhere and he's like hey you want a beer like out of nowhere if thor's obese i must be a whale he had a beer belly he had a big old belly bro no that looked bigger well it surprised me so i'm calling him very big because he very surprised me by that i thought everyone was going to be the exact same but apparently not so let me tell you about how that works too okay so thor one besides him being upset which we were going to talk about him being distraught and bad his pop belly is what i'm going to call his pop belly Mm -hmm. guess what he turned out to be like physically his father remember odin the bigger guy with the one eye uh, yeah. patch and he was overweight and mm-hmm. rumbly bumbly and his dad his dad was still a king his dad was still a badass but his dad was just a pudgy dude so the son becomes the father mm-hmm. and that's essentially what it is besides the point of him being upset I don't think of it as that bad I think of it as a guy who's 1600 years old finally becoming an adult um, and the real issue is the depression the anxiety the stress the sadness that he felt from letting everyone down losing friends and family not being the world saver that his father and his grandfather before him were because the thing they don't touch on is he's the protector of the nine realms yeah so captain marvel goes around and like quote unquote saving the universe really all she is is a battering ram and she catches stuff she's the worst version of superman but anyway, um, he was supposed to protect everyone. Yeah, but he, it turns out she was the protector, or I guess she kind of helped in she, a way. She helped. She, she came yeah. on later. But I'm saying in general, his job was to protect the Nine Realms with his father and his family. But he did not. He did not. And um, so that stress weighs on him. He, he, he let the imps down because he was out hanging out with the Avengers, not doing what he was supposed to do, so he wasn't keeping an eye on things. So uh, there's a whole cascade of reasons why he felt the pressure of losing more so than everyone else. And they kind of make him the punchline and the joke of the movie. By gaining all that weight. And because he's just drunk all the time, he's belligerent, and you know he says dumb things, he gets emotional, he starts crying randomly when he talks about things. He's very upset. He's depressed, and um, that's one of the things that, like, you know, depression is a real thing. It's serious and whatever. But at the same time, the reason I want to talk to you about that part of it is because there's a there's a line of knowing when you're depressed or when you're just sad or angry. Yep. Not everything is depression. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can be angry at a situation, but it doesn't mean you're full on depressed. Yes. And you can get out of that situation. Yeah. More so. So outside of the movie, which we'll come back to, your teacher sent me an email after your spring break and said, Leah wrote this poem about spring break. Uh, it's very depressing and sad. You know, go check on your kit. To which I said immediately, well, she never seems to head around me, so I don't know what's going on. But I have Leah's poem here. Do you do you want to read it or you want me to read it? Um, you can read it because my read throat it. hurts. Oh, yeah, your throat hurts. Do you want me to read it in the way I read it to you when we talked about it, or do you want me to read it like normal? You can read it, I guess. 
normal or, or fun? Mm, you can read it the way you read it to me. You'll oh, find it more interesting. So, yes, yeah, so more interesting. So, Leah Stone, Spring Break. I sat in my room, cried and sobbed. Couldn't get up. My knees were as weak as straws. There I was, not telling anyone the cause. I didn't get up for what seemed like days. People left me alone, thought it was a phase. Two days later, silent as can be, streams of tears rolled down my face. Somehow I thought, arrow turned the page. I was dreaming in a deep dark sea. I felt like I had lost a relationship that meant everything to me. Crumply paper effect. Now, I personally would have uh, made it much more dramatic and rhymed better. But it's not my job to judge it poetry. It was my first poem yes okay very good poem thank you very good poem her father is a published poet her grandfather is a five-time published poet so it runs in the blood good first try thank you but super dark bro you know like i don't feel like talking to people about it so like why not write it down good idea now here's the thing i full-on well know why you're upset or depressed you're not depressed you're annoyed you're angry you're sad which causes boredom because all those emotions come to you and you're like well I'm just gonna stay in my room so if you're not busy doing something or you don't have a friend over you know what you are Rapunzel trapped in this tower i mean she has a lizard and i have two dogs so like look at that you're a african rapunzel and so as where the teacher rightfully so nice that they actually reach out and thought about it because what if you were some manically depressed child uh to say something but i know the cause of your root of issue you know the cause of your root of issue side note not going into great detail, but you were made to see a therapist, not by me, because I don't think you need therapy. And what did the therapist say? They said there's really nothing I could do about it if I don't change my state of mind, because I'm just kind of stuck in mud. Exactly. AKA, you don't need therapy. Because sometimes you feel the way you feel. I don't like pickles. I don't like pickles either. Do you know why you don't like pickles? Because they taste bad. When's the last time you tasted a pickle? I don't know. Exactly. You know why I don't like pickles? Why? Because my dad didn't like pickles. I never ate pickles. I never had them on my sandwich. I didn't eat them. Occasionally, I've been tricked into eating pickles when it's been in a re- not a relish form. Yeah, relish form inside of like a macaroni salad or spaghetti yeah. salad like that. I've eaten a pickle. To which I think to myself, okay, I've eaten cucumbers. Do you like cucumbers? Right? I do. Dipped in stuff. You don't like cucumbers? No, I like eggplant. Okay, eggplant is what you like. Okay. But okay, so I don't like pickles, but I don't eat pickles. 
you don't like pickles because you don't eat pickles exactly so you know how many people have tried to get me to eat pickles in my life many why don't just try them that's what my mom says she's like come on try a pickle yeah. and I'm like no no because I tasted them on a burger once like just the sauce and remedy because you told them to make it plain but it was not plain and I just felt the like juice of a pickle and that tasted nasty like no yes I know what pickles taste like I can't give them a chance it angers me when that happens to me also I don't eat the burger I refuse because now it tastes like pickles I could probably love pickles but I've been trained not to like pickles. I just dried it off with like a napkin. See, you're a little bit better than me. I'm an all or nothing kind of dude. So, that being said, I just don't like pickles. You just don't like pickles. There are things that you and I don't like. And once we don't like them, it's very hard for me or you to change our mind. So, there are things that cause you what I said, the anger, the sadness, the annoyance. And those things aren't changing. And it's okay for you not to just say, I'm going to like it. Okay? Hitler was a bad guy. I'm sure he did some nice things in his life. Someone could come and explain to me all the wonderful things he did and put them on a list. I kind of still don't like Hitler. I just don't. I'm not going to change my mind because of something you said that was good about the guy. I fully understand where your grasp is. But the most important thing for you is, is that you don't get depressed. Luckily for you, you have an outlet where, you know, half the time you can semi be free, except for my tyranny, my rage, my anger. Right? I mean, like, I don't call it rage. I just call it you being kind of you. Aren't I the worst? Sometimes, but not really. I'm the worst. So... I know you get a break, so I don't really worry about you being depressed. You do have some anxiety issues and worry issues, and we try to fix those in moments, like when the alarm went off. Yeah. And you instantly start to freak out. Nobody to freak out, right? Yeah. I instantly calm you down. I explain to you why. You understand. So then the next time, you can handle it better. I feel like you do that very well. Don't say any names. We're not going to say any names. But you have friends. And sometimes those friends are happy, right? Yeah. And then sometimes they're what? Sad. Or? Like, kind of in the middle. They don't really want to talk. Or angry. Or uppity. Or all kinds of emotional things that kids do. Yeah. And what do I tell you? Just leave it alone. Right? Yeah. So if you're playing with a friend and that friend's angry or whatever, go play with the brother or sister. Go play with somebody else. Leave them alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you get testy, you're very easy to correct. You know? Because you'll come to me, Dad, they're blah, blah, blah. And what do I say? Stop it. Right? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Because I know that you can better control your emotions as to where they can't. can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your your best friend a while ago. Mm-hmm. Just stop being your friend. Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything wrong. Right? No. You didn't know why. Nope. And you were upset about it. And I said, hey, look, if you didn't do anything and you know you didn't, that person will either come back or they won't. 
and then they ended up coming back and being your friend again. Yep. Right? You're not best friends anymore, but you're friends. Mm-hmm. And you're good enough friends that you want to see that person hang out with that person. Side note on that about kids, when I told you don't tell certain friends things, these are also other lessons. You have a chatty friend who just likes to talk and gossip and lie and make up things and prank and do things that are just ridiculous. Yep. And I told you, make sure you don't tell her things that are important. Right? Yeah. And now you know the difference between which friends you can tell something important versus friends that you can't. It's not her fault. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's just... Different in her own way, I guess. She's yeah. just really talkative. Yeah. She's not a bad person, per se. No. Annoying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Caught up in TV, movie, drama life. wanting Wanting drama. But she's not bad. But you got to watch it. <laughs> you know, you got to be careful. So... We watched 13 Reasons Why together. That's one of the second episodes we talked about. And I just wanted to talk to you uh, about depression and, and how you feel. Like, so when I read this to you, you remember I was reading it and I was making up my own poems. Yeah. And I was laughing at you. Mm-hmm. And then you laughed at me. Yeah. And then I told you, um, what did I say? You think I'm sad. You wonder why I'm mad. It's because that other man is not my... snap 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 man i could do this all day but (laughs) again just us having that conversation sometimes it's hard for people to talk to their kids you don't have a hard time talking to me sometimes i wish you talked less because you talk too much you're always telling me stuff about your friends and about your day and about your life and i'm like oh my god leah you're only 11 not that serious I'm busy watching my show, but I listen, listen to your little dreams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like I said, it's my job to make sure you stay even keeled. You don't remember the last time you came to me in the middle of the night about a nightmare, do you? Yes, I do. Do you? Mm-hmm. You remember? Yes. What happened? There was a zombie thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I watched you like watch this little movie, and I was really scared, and then I slept it with you for the rest of the night. Walking Dead, and she shouldn't have came in there. I told her to leave, but she wanted to watch it, and at that moment, there were no zombies, and I was thinking we might be able to skip through and not get no zombies, but then the zombies came. Chasing after them onto a tower thing, and then they tried killing them, and then they kept climbing up the like water tower thing, and I got scared. Oh, man, it was amazing, but do you remember what you said? When you first came in, you said you had nightmares. Do you remember what I said to you? Nope. You're the worst. It was such a great line, such a good Owen, such a great dad line. I looked you in the face and I said, we don't have nightmares. We have adventures. Now go back to sleep. And that calmed you. It soothed you. Even though I didn't really help with your dreams. But in the moment, it sounded good and it felt good to you as a child. The way she's looking at me, I'm about to punch her in the face. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah. So, if you're depressed or you think you're depressed. I've been depressed. I did not know what depression was until my dad died. 
And then I was depressed and I was super sad and I had anxiety. I was stressed out. Like I was just like, cause I, I'm kind of a machine. I don't really ever feel stuff. You know what I mean? Like I do, but I just control it. Um, I've only seen you cry like twice. Yeah. I mean, I because call, I wasn't really alive when Pop Up died. Like yeah, I didn't really you, understand you, stuff. You were two or three. I mean, yeah. I cry all the time. No, because the only other two times that I saw you cry is when Backsmith died. <laughs> yeah, I cried for a minute with that. And then when your great grandmother died. Yeah, my mom died. She was well, yeah. she was my grandmother. Your great grandmother. Yeah, mom passed away. I was sad. Um, like you came in, boy, I came into your bed, and then my boy you told me my boy Jason died. Yeah, I was there when not you, Jason James. Yeah, I don't know why I just called him Jason? That's horrible on my part. And ugh, God it makes me sick right there. But he passed away. That was weird. That made me sad. Like I cry a lot, dog. Like sometimes I cry. Watching like if I watch like the Pursuit of Happiness, anything with a father and a son, or a father and a daughter, and it's like super emotional. I cry. I cry all the time. I be sneaking tears. I almost cried at Endgame today, and I already seen it once. Why? Because one, the lady behind us was crying so much, she was bawling and sniffling. It was yeah. just so bad. Um, but again, moments. Not a father and son, but Tony and Spider Man. I thought you were going to cry when that dad lost his two kids and his wife. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Where, again, it could be emotional to me because I think about my dad and whatever. Um, super sad. And so, um, you know, I could have cried there, but I didn't, but I felt it. Like, he was like, you know me when they're hugging or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing that super made me sad, we brought it up the other day when you were saying you need my passwords and stuff, is that Tony left a message for his daughter and his wife a hologram yeah so I have see I have health issues whatever so I have a video for you in the event of my death for you to watch view and learn case I don't get to tell you all the stuff later because you're only 11 there's certain things I need to tell you well you're not gonna die so I'm gonna live forever I'm gonna learn how to fly day Anywho, just in case I do pass away, I'm not going to leave you stuck in this world without my tutelage. Right? Okay. Oh, you want me to delete the video? No. Huh? No. Okay, you, you talk to me like... When you make the video? You talk to me like you don't need the video. Hmm? I need the video. Man, this video is updated yearly case things change because certain things you're already going to know so you don't need to know by then I've already taught you you've already learned but it's like an hour long dog I'll be going quick the other part besides that video you get the experience is these shows with me because we talk about things we discuss things they're on record you can go back and listen to them re-get the knowledge and the remembrance of us and you and me which is nice i only have one video like that with my dad where i interviewed him yeah and i i planned on doing more and i said i was going to do more and people always say they're going to do it and i just didn't get the time to do it so thankful that i did it the one time but it's nice that we could sit here and talk about stuff and do things like that i have a video of him yeah I have, like, I have a lot of little videos. I mean, like, just conversations. You know what I mean? Because he said goodnight, and he was like, yeah, so saying goodbye. So you're about to cry now. Um, so, yeah. But, I mean, it's nice to have those things, right? And you're going to have way more of those things than I had, because you get stuff like this. 
So that's cool that you at least take the time with your old man and talk about stuff. But see, as sad as that is how it makes you feel, that's like where I say, you know, about depression and feeling bad and sometimes you got to let it out and you got to say things, you got to express things. You know, like you hear me tell my friends all the time I love them. I tell grown men that I love them because you never know when tomorrow is going to be and if there are people you care about, you know, you love like I I be cussing people out on the phone and I still tell them I love them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it's very important that the people you do care about care about them. You know what I mean? You don't have to be shy about your emotions or you know, your affection toward people, especially people that are good to you and good for you in your life. So it's nice that we get to share that. Um, another thing about Endgame, because you're about to cry. Yo, Thor had that hammer, dog. Oh, my God. He was whipping that hammer. It was Captain amazing. America got one of his hammers. I said, Thor, what is wrong with me today in names? Yes, Captain America had the hammer. That's from the comics. I read that as a kid. It was exciting to see that in real life. You are so spoiled that you didn't have to read things and imagine the amazing fortitude of what would happen. Like when I read comic books, I was so excited as a kid and you have visuals. So it's not just like how you like to read books. Yeah. You get a lot more visuals with it. So at least I get to see him holding the hammer, but watching him whip that thing and flippity, 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 and then Spider-Man coming in, he's got the kill mode. It was amazing. It's all the things I dream of. I'm so excited as an adult and you're looking at the movie like, meh. I fell asleep so like You did It was a long movie And there's a lot of slow parts And you don't feel well today I'm gonna let you slide on that Thank you Your excitement level Should have been like Eight times higher For that movie Anywho Since you're sitting there crying And you're not gonna talk anymore Cause you're all sniffly Biffly Um Say goodbye to the people. Tell them where they can find you at. Goodbye, people. You can find me on Instagram at LeahSMS, Snapchat at LeahSMS, and then YouTube, LeahSMS. She needs to put up more YouTube videos, but we'll get on that, I guess. Um, I'm your boy, Jiji Stoney, K.O. Doctor, who doctor on everything that's useful. And again, if you've made it this far, and if you'd like to double back and listen to old episodes, great. Subscribe where you can. I'm going to get it on Android Play or Google Play or something. I'm just really lazy and I'm busy. I apologize. Um, I will say that. I apologize. That's all I can say. going to try and do more episodes like this because we can make them quick and easy together and talk about things in the moment even if sometimes they're just movie reviews or sometimes if it's just me yelling at you i might just do it on tape from now on so that way we can sit back and watch it together we're not doing that you were definitely <laughs> we're doing not that. doing that yeah, i told you to stop looking at socks what is wrong with you i can't stand you looking at these socks it would be amazing no to have a real time yelling on a podcast no. we're gonna try to time it out I, I can't wait for you to do something wrong anywho again I'm your boy on Digi Doctor it's been Raising a Ninja episode 6 and we're out